1: Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And
0: I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? I mean, we should say something about the live show because this is our first episode since the live. It was amazing.
1: The live show was incredible. I had such a, it was such a great time. It was so great to be back. Amazing. Um, For me, I mean, I know you're on stage like every... Every night, basically, but for me, it's been a, a couple of years, and it was just a really fun, really exciting show, and the energy was like very good.
0: It was very good. You were fantastic, so funny. We had it was, it was just such like a, it was a show. It felt like we were Wendy Williams, you know, yes. like it felt very like talk show. We, you know, everything just was fun and exciting, and it got. You know, sentimental and funny and laughs, tears, the whole thing.
1: Totally and very well executed. Thank you to the Betches team for you know all the, just you know you didn't even think about it. It's just all oh, the wonderful. Betches
0: crew crushed it, and uh, we want to thank and and the audience crushed it. Thank you everyone yeah. who came out and. We're a part of the show. We want to thank. We want, we're going to be doing more in the future.
1: Yes. And the highlight for me, we're doing more shows in 2022. So look out to see if we're coming to a city by you. Those will, we'll let you know about those very soon. The highlight for me, though, of the show was the Dumois post after, (laughs) um, which was. Can you a explain, picture of Tyler Cameron. <laughs> Can you explain
0: Dumois? I, oh, I, I feel yeah. ridiculous even saying Dumois. The name is absurd. It's yeah. absurd. But um, can you? I, I only knew it from, you know, uh, I've dated women who are, it, it's a yeah. very female it's pop very, culture account.
1: It's basically like people write in um, tips or like, it's kind of like a page six blind item, but it's mm. a whole Instagram account about that. And some of it is like, you know, I was I met Britney Spears six years ago, and she said this that was like, you know, and and like some of it is like here's a spotting of this person, and you know, trying to it's kind of like celebrity like blind gossip that's yes. not like completely substantiated. Um, and it's it was I used to follow it in the beginning of the pandemic because mm-hmm. it was like very fun, and then it gets a little like it gets a little to me. It's like a little much. Is
0: it a little gotcha?
1: It's a little too, right, it's a little too, like, leave these people alone, like, these are, like... It,
0: well, the weirdest part about can, it is people go... You can also go,
1: write in anything you want. You can write in anything
0: yeah. you want, and then they go, keep the... The the funniest part is they're like, please keep my name anonymous. Right. I saw this person out at this bar making out. And you're like, oh, like, who do you think you are? But then I guess the... These people want to be celebrities, I guess. Yeah.
1: And I mean, she says on the thing that it's not, you know, everyone knows like you have to take everything that you see on there with a grain of salt. But mm. like, it's a little toxic to me, but it's, I used to follow. It was fun for like a minute.
0: It. I I understand why people follow it. I understand why it would be like, mm, doesn't taste right. Right. So one of the items that was in last week's Dumois. Yes. <laughs> is someone saw Tyler Cameron, who was our guest at the show. Yes. And they take a picture of him and it's him like looking down towards someone. (laughs) So it does look like he's looking at a woman and someone goes, so spotted Tyler Cameron at this bar and then they go, is he with a girl? And then the next- Who's he
1: looking down at? A girl? Yeah, uh, yeah, a girl.
0: And then it's like, no, Jared (laughs) Freed.
1: But you made it.
0: I made it. You made it into I, there. I am in Dumois. And I, she didn't
1: even have to like say who you were. Like it was, you know, no one w- knows. I was
0: like a guy. You know, I, now when I come on stage, they go, You've seen this next guy in Dumois. Yes. Give it up exactly. for Jared Free. This That's is how you're a, gonna be introduced. Yeah, that is I'm done with Fallon. It's over. Uh, <laughs> I mean Dumois. in
1: some in some circles this is a bigger, you know, platform.
0: Well, it shows you how kind of like siloed the internet is. Like to yeah. some people, you're right. This is like the biggest thing that the biggest I thing got could messages ever from people yeah. that were like th- that had never messaged me before in my life.
1: Totally. Yeah. Well, it's like it's almost like uh, Fallon is almost like the newspaper. It's like the you know what I mean. Like it, yeah, the more selective, tougher to technically get into, but actually like everyone's reading everything online, which is the Dumois. Yes. Situation. Yes. <laughs> so double made it.
0: Double made it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but most of all, this podcast has made it, and we want you guys to keep sharing with people, keep telling friends, keep rate, review, subscribe. But rate, review, subscribe is a metaphor. Because you can <laughs> do a mantra. that. It's a mantra. It's a metaphor. It's a life cycle. It, it really, if there's something on today's episode that speaks to you because you talked to a friend about it this week, send them the link. Yeah. Send it to the group chat. Get people involved. Um, what else is going on here at Betches? Anything else?
1: Well, you know, we've got our you up crew neck sweatshirt. I saw you had received yours and you were wearing it on on Story. Looked I love it. Ju- we, we, we we both thought the other one would be wearing it today, so neither <laughs> of us have worn it for this recording, but it's a great it, sweatshirt. It's
0: going to happen one day yes. where we both walk in it. Yeah.
1: Which, fine. Twinsies. Great. Love it. You know. What shows do you have coming up? I know you're going to St. Louis soon, right? St.
0: Louis for New Year's, so I want everyone to be a part of the New Year's celebration. Always weird New Year's Eve, you, you, when you do stand up, you have to like ring in the New Year's. I always feel a little embarrassed, where you're like, <laughs> like that, like I'm on stage, like three, two, right. and then like someone's in the crowd, like who's this guy? Like, Any yeah.
1: sort of moment of earnestness always feels like weird. Yeah, you know, like I, we have to not like it's kind of just the same as it was two minutes ago, but it's a new year. You know, it's like <laughs> it's a little. Very, and it's almost like the opposite of comedy. It's like. Is to lean like, into it and it, not make fun of it.
0: Totally, like I would, yeah, I, I would like to like mess up the three, two, one, right, rather than actually do it right.
1: Yeah, or do it ten minutes late yeah. or something.
0: <laughs> so I got St. Louis, Missouri for New Year's. Fort Lauderdale. I'm gonna be coming to. Southern Florida, one night only. Okay. Ooh, so this is a huge deal. One night That's right. Only. That's right. Um, my dad is, I need people to go to that show because my dad's already been like, we have a hundred people coming from the community. And oh, I'm wow. like, Oh my God. I need to dilute those people. I need like, no, they're like gonna a, be
1: big fans.
0: They're gonna be complaining. They're gonna be judgy. I need the fun. You up listeners, okay. you know, so Fort Lauderdale and listen, if you're like, I'm in West Palm. Can you perform in my living room? No, I'm not coming to your living room. This is South Florida. This is the show. Uh, come on out. Uh, that is on January 8th and then Cincinnati, West Nyack, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Hartford, F- San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Uh, that's it. That's what's going on. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. How has married life been? <laughs> what is, what's, is, are we,
1: Married life is um, has been really good. It's it's funny. I mean, it's exa- also exactly the same, mm. but it's it's interesting. I actually wanted to to run this theory by you. Okay, is like I feel like when men commit, they like commit. Mm. Like it almost changes their whole mindset around everything. I mean, I'm not explaining this well. Basically, I feel like in the beginning of our relationship, it was like me kind of, like, pushing into the next step, into the next step, like, we're gonna... And, you know, are you seeing anyone else? And, like, this is what we are, and then we're moving in together. Like, those Mm -hmm. are all, like, moved forward by me. Not that he wasn't into them, but they were all, like, definitely, like, I was... You were... I was executing.
0: You were more... um, I I don't want to say incentivized, but you were just... It was on your mind more than maybe it was his.
1: Right, for sure. Um, And then I kind of feel like a little bit since we got engaged, and then, like, a lot of bit after married ma- like getting married is just this feeling of him being like gung-ho like this is like us let's We're do like it. a unit like i'm like and in a way that just seemed almost like uncharacteristic unchar- from like the beginning part of our relationship which made me wonder like do men have like a sense of like a little bit of a fear of commitment but then once they do it and they like actually do decide are they like okay now i'm like at a hundred
0: i i think there's something to that like, you know I think, I mean? like, like, once you know this, like, I'm going to be rambly a little bit, sure. but I, I would think that, like, you know, for me, I think, like, men are, um, like, video game players. Okay. Like, we like to accomplish the level. And once you're, like, in the video game, like, okay, let's get, let's start beating some levels right. you know? Like, I, I, but I think it takes a lot to get a guy to, like, be not distracted.
1: Yeah. And I think... That's kind of like, I guess the vibe that I'm feeling like he's like, I mean, obviously like I knew he was like, like we were getting married and we're married now, (laughs) but I do think there's a sense of like all of that, like, I guess like being unsureness seems to be gone completely from him. Whereas like, and maybe it was more gradual for him. Whereas like I, maybe because again, I was the one executing was more like that in the beginning. And what? now I'm kind of like chilling.
0: I, <laughs> now, <laughs> now you're just like, let's hang here for a second. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I, I actually, you know, as
0: you're saying this, I'm like, you know, it's just, it's the distractions of it all. Like I, mm-hmm. it's like when someone says like, oh, it just became easy when they ended up with the right person right you know and now now that that stuff's you know that when the when it's the right person they're on the same page as you you never have to question anything you never have to wonder are they going to be doing you know but it
1: wasn't like that the whole time
0: not the whole time yeah yeah
1: so it's interesting but i do wonder again it's kind of like because like it's almost like the time for that is now over and he's fully bought in so it's almost like do you know what i mean he's fully bought in so now he is like fully bought in yeah does that make sense it, I, ma- it makes i don't sense. know if we're, any, we're making any sense at all but
0: well i think there's also like the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. like i like i see all my friends with kids and i'm like they seem to be doing okay mm-hmm. but then when i think of hypothetical kids i'm like i don't get the money i don't have the time how right. would i ever do that but then they all seem to be fine but then like once my, you do it right once you do it you're right. like oh okay this right. is fine like it's like you know, I, I just came from doing a show where I had to wear a tux. And until I put the tux on, I'm sitting there being like, it's not going to fit. I'm getting anxious. It's not going to fit. Oh, my God. And then finally I get the tux on. I'm like, oh, it fits. Right. And then I go, oh, okay. Like now it's all alleviated. I I, I don't know if that's a male thing
1: it might be. I think there might be something to that. I just feel like you just got to keep pushing them. <laughs> and then once they're there, they'll love it. Yeah. I, I, well, I think that <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to get married. You're going to get married. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. Okay. Come on, come on, come on, well, come on. I mean, we used to talk we about that with the moving in thing, totally. too. It's kind of like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then, like, you know, you kind of do know what's best for them. Well, that,
0: that is, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, just move in, whatever. It, it, it yeah. is interesting. Look at you
1: now, so happy.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> well, women seem to be so sure. Even before they do it, they're sure they want a relationship.
1: Right. Well, it's kind of like, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like it distorts the incentives almost in a sense because it seems like you should be wanting to get married faster or you should be wanting to move things along faster. That it almost like, you almost don't think about it as much as like a man does. And it's almost more romantic in that way where like, I feel like a guy is actually He's not just trying to move to the next step. And like, so when he does finally commit mm. or when he does actually take that step, it almost means more than it did like to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's put I mean, more so much thought into it and so much like, uh,
1: right. you where well, he had to be there, really sure there yeah. was
0: actual fear there.
1: Totally. And I mean, even with like moving in, I mean, he, I remember when we moved in, he didn't want to get a two year lease. Mm. which was like I was pretty insulted about in the uh, in the moment but he was like you know we'd never lived together before I you know I'm not he was very much like taking, thoughtful. he was taking his time but I trapped him so now it's, <laughs> it's worked out and it's well i but it just got me thinking is that like a male thing where it's kind of like because I don't think if they're hesitant or they have a set like it doesn't mean like it'll be like that forever because I do feel like he had some of that in the beginning
0: it also has to do with fears I think like I think a uh, uh, you know, this is very blanketed statement, but like a lot of women's fears are to be alone. Right. The cat woman, the cliche yes. cat woman,
1: pigeon woman, the yes. pigeon. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> you're the, you're the classic pigeon in Central Park. Yes. The Central Park pigeon woman. That, that's a fear of woman. The ma- the male fear is to be divorced and poor due to a divorce. Right. Like to yeah. be that like schlubby dude in naples florida you know like (laughs) i've talked about it here before like that's our biggest fear that's our biggest fear so like women pull in even with bad dudes because it's just like at least it's a dude and then men push away because even with good women because it's like uh, what if it's not right
1: right and then i guess that that really makes sense because then why he would be all in once he's all in because once you're in then you're either the divorced guy or you're the happily married guy and you'd prefer to be the happily married guy.
0: You might as well work on it. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well make it happen. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I did this event last night and it was all older men who are married and it's the worst mascot for marriage is older married man, I gotta say. Because it, 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 you only... How hear, old? You never
1: hear like whatever... Like dad's age?
0: I don't know, you just never hear from some guy that's like, yeah, I love marriage.
1: (laughs) But like, do guys talk about positive, like, anything i don't know i mean do guys are guys like i love my kids like i'm obsessed with my kids like i don't think like they say that either but they probably feel that
0: i don't know if i maybe because i'm not around like i'm not having kids so i don't know i, right. I don't know what that honest you conversation feels like you. yeah
1: right you'd be like okay yeah. i can't i don't know what i'm gonna add to this conversation yeah
0: good for you and your right? fucking kids i don't get it yeah. You know, like but i had one guy last night he's like you like i'm sitting with this table of people i've never met before and like i don't it's very awkward so like I'm at this like round table at this like men's club right. and I'm about to do stand up for them. If anyone saw my stories last week, I, I went into Pennsylvania to do the standup show for a men's club. And one of the guys is like, so what's your deal? You married kids, single girlfriend. And I go, I'm just single. I'm in New York. And he goes, Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Oh yeah, dude, you're doing it right, man. You're doing it right. And I'm like, Cool. A lot like, of I guys, I feel to say like, to that. I
1: mean, I think a lot of guys probably see you especially, mm. you know, as like a single comedian, like who's like out every like, mm-hmm. I think there's a vision of you. And it's kind of like when you're when you're like great aunt thinks like every New Yorker lives like you're from sex in the city. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, glamorous yeah, they, parties and the don't. shoes and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like it's not like really Every night's a, f- like a, flopper. That, yeah. a flapper's night, yeah. Right, and I have my hair perfectly like done for brunch. Like that's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it, like, oh, yeah. how's the city life? Like um, I feel like guys kind of have that. You probably are like the poster child for like doing whatever you want all the time and like breaking hearts. Yeah, right. Sleeping with everyone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Every night is a different. No, and they'd be wrong. But also, I I do think that yeah, they they want to talk to me about. I guess everyone wants to know what they. I guess my I, everyone wants to know what they don't have. Right. And I'm like, and my. And it's version a more glamorous
1: of, version in their heads than it probably is. Totally. Like.
0: And I'm like, and to me, I'm like, my conversation with them isn't as like interesting because I'm like, what's a sunroom like? You know, like I you know, <laughs> like. So it's yeah, I guess that's it. But it it is. Um, you know, you fear... I don't want to ever be that guy that's like, don't be single as don't long do it. as you can. <laughs> Billy like, Madison yeah, 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 of, yeah. Of, of
1: married life, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think those people probably also stick out in your head more. And the people who are happy are just probably not... or like quiet about it.
0: Yeah, they're just laughing at the guy saying that. Right. You know, they're not even in the conversation. Yeah, I don't
1: think that's most men, I assume. I don't think it's most. Yeah. It's the
0: loudest one.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it would be.
0: Yeah. It's and... L- <laughs> I guess, well, I got. yeah. I, I,
1: you know what scares me about marriage? What's that? Um, You'll occasionally see this in a, you go out to a restaurant and you'll see like an old couple. Mm-hmm. And first you're like, oh, it's cute. There's an old couple and they're out. And then <laughs> you see that they are like, are not saying one word to each other the entire meal. They're yeah. Just like sitting, like, it's almost like you have, they have nothing left to say to each other because they've been married so long that like, what could they possibly even say? Of course. Um, And that to me is the biggest fear. Just like. Just, like, being, like in 60 years, like, still being with the person and kind of, like, literally having Ugh. absolutely nothing to say to them.
0: I And some people say that that's the best part about being married. Like, some some <laughs> people are, like, they look at a date, like, ping-ponging conversation off each other. And they're, like, oh, look at how stressful. much. Look how stressful. But I, I'm with you where I'd rather the medium. Right. Like, I want something to fucking say.
1: Yeah, well, I you think know? that's like, why people, you know, when their kids, sometimes when their kids leave, they they get divorced because they're yeah. kind of like, that was what we were talking about for the past 20 years. And now
0: <laughs> they look across the table. It's like, I'm with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that, I mean, that's, <laughs> that that, that's almost like the, that's, and that's a, probably worse than like, you know, that's, you talk about a breakup. That's not over anything. Cause you can't demonize the person. It's like, what if that's your situation and you have nothing to say to the person? And like, but it's like comfy and you're just there. That's like really the scary floating
0: till the end of, till the grave. Yeah. This is a very existential uh, it is. episode really got into of the it. U Up podcast, I got to say. And, and no, I, I, it's it's all these fears and all these things play into the dating game. Yes. Like they all play all into like, well, to bring it all back. Like, yeah. like these are things on the idea that, and I think a lot of women that write into us don't think guys think about this at all. I I wouldn't think they do. They do absolutely. That's a part of every decision. That's the reason they're not moving forward. They don't want to go down the road and be you know button up the shirt the wrong way. Right. You know that's part of it. You're hearing from the guy across the table. Don't ever go back to being married. Is the worst. You know, like I don't want to be that guy. You know, but you
1: also I feel like you and many most men do want to get married.
0: Absolutely, I think so.
1: So it's like that kind of thing where. I think of it almost probably like the way I think of having kids, where I'm like, I definitely do want to do this, but, like, it's a little, like, it seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it does. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could sort of see how, and I don't, I didn't think about marriage like that at all, but now, you know, I have a lot of friends who have kids, and I'm, like, seeing that, and it's like, and a lot of them are kind of like, you're like, how was your weekend? And they're like, oh. Like, don't. They're doing I'm the like, same okay. thing. They're doing <laughs> yeah. the same
0: thing that the married guy was doing about marriage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like, you know, but I'm still, but it's funny that that, I guess, makes me fully relate to what you're saying because I'm still like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. But like, could you like act like it's a little better? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. like- <laughs> Can you enjoy your life a little bit yeah. so that I might be able to enjoy my life? Yeah. <laughs> So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl & Branch. Bowl & Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed our bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's BowlandBranch B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, let's get into an email.
1: Jordana, what are we talking about today? Today
0: we're talking about
1: breaking up with someone that you've never even met.
0: I love this topic. <laughs> I love this topic because it is a real thing. Uh, yeah. It is a real thing. Especially now. Especially yeah. now, um I have a I have an actual like big opinion on this subject because I think this is like this is actually the most 2021 thing in the world. Yeah. Is like having a relationship with someone you've met once or barely met that is way ahead of where you actually are. Right. And I think we hold against ourselves the rules of the past. Like we we are all like, held to the standard that, like, our parents were the ones, like, bringing the flowers to the front door, and we are together, and she, I pinned her, and
1: all that stuff, and then... Going steady, as the previous emailer had written.
0: Exactly, going steady. So, it's, like, this whole idea that, like, I don't deserve to break up with someone because we're not, you know... Right. We're not those high school sweethearts, but there's so many variations of relationships now and, like, levels that, like... We're all kind of left, like, with this uneasiness, like, these, like, open tabs, like we do with the web, you know, Mm -hmm. with the web browser, for, you know, that we should be closing.
1: And I also, right, I also think that, like, some people, I don't think there's, like, not everyone wants to be broken up with. Mm. Like, some people, like, I think they're, and that's sometimes a fear of, of breaking up with someone that you're not even in a, like, you've never even met, where it's, like. So maybe this person would just prefer if I didn't answer them. Like, do they want Do they want me to call them? Would they prefer me? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's this, not everyone wants to be broken up with in the same way either. So you kind of like have to just like assume one that someone gives a shit enough to even like break up with them.
0: The, 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 yeah, if, uh, the, the difference between ghosted and fizzled and dumping. Right. You know, like what do you even, what what is this to you? What is the answer to this thing that I'm in?
1: Right. Well, it's kind of like if you didn't get a job, would you rather someone, let's say you interviewed for a job Mm. and you didn't get it, would you rather just never hear from them again or would you rather them like call you to like talk about the fact that you didn't get the position?
0: It depends (laughs) how far along in the process I am.
1: Right. You know, if I was
0: on a third interview.
1: And then you just never heard from them, it would be like kind of insulting. A little bit weird. Yeah.
0: But if it was a first interview, I go, I guess I didn't get the call back. Right. I'm still out there looking anyways. You know, I haven't really.
1: I didn't really want to date you, want to <laughs> take this job anyway.
0: Right. Let's read the email. Yeah.
1: All right. J&J, love the pod, been a listener since the beginning, and shared it with the group chat. TLDR, how do you break up with someone you've never hung out with? Here's the full story I was in my hometown for the holidays last year and was bored one night, so I went on the apps. I match, I feel like every story about breaking up with somebody you never met starts that way. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I matched with a guy from high school who I hadn't talked to when we were in school. We started talking on the app, which turned into texting, but we never met up while I was home. We continued talking after I left, and I made it clear I wasn't looking for anything, especially with someone who lived 3,000 miles away. He was nice, so I didn't mind continuing texting, but I avoided his attempt for phone calls and FaceTimes with the fear of him mistaking it for meaning anything more than a friendship. Over the next few months, he continued to text all day, every day. From good morning texts to I'm so happy I met you and feel so close to you, even, even though we haven't hung out texts. I knew I had to end things because it seemed like he was more interested than I was, and honestly, I'm too busy to be texting someone constantly throughout the day. But how do you end things with someone you're not dating and haven't even hung out with? Hey, don't text me anymore. It sounds unnecessarily <laughs> harsh. I feel like I've, I've tried everything. I've tried talking a... Uh, I've tried taking a long time to answer between messages thinking he might get the hint. I've ignored messages and tried only answering every couple of days thinking I was being too passive. I tried to be more straightforward and I brought up the fact that I wasn't looking for anything again and he agreed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Who's looking for anything these days? Yeah.
1: I'm just looking to text you until I die. (laughs) I feel bad ghosting someone, especially because he's been so nice, but he doesn't seem to get the hint, so eventually I just stopped answering. It's been almost a year since the original match, and he'll still text me a good morning text about once a month, even though I haven't answered in months. Help, what should I say next time I get a text to finally end things? Thanks for your advice sincerely i don't have a clever name but i'm looking forward to hearing what maddie comes up with <laughs> maddie only comes the, up with names for the awkward sex segment right. listener
0: the names well, are yes. <laughs> the, um this is interesting I, I i think like the first thing i think of is like you're dealing with someone um you should let people know about this mm-hmm. i i know this is like not the fun oh you
1: think like this person could be scary it's a, it's a bit scary
0: every month to get a good morning text from someone you haven't texted in good morning. <laughs> it's a little scary. Wait,
1: well, I mean the fact that he's still sending the, anyone who continues to text you after you stopped answering to me is like a very. It's reinforcing the fact that you shouldn't answer, and it mm. also to me it just just shows that the person's like kind of crazy
0: they they've formed a relationship that doesn't exist yeah I, well they're cont-
1: that's what I'm saying it's yeah. almost not it has nothing to do with you no,
0: almost, no, no because no, no, no. they're
1: if they if someone keeps texting into the into the abyss they're texting for <laughs> themselves they're not texting you
0: sure and that's why you shouldn't feel as bad right yeah like and but the scary part is that the, it's it's their hometown right so they yeah. you know they share a part you know where they live a little bit and you know that they say they're three thousand miles that's away cool. but you know you come home you know You're going to get a good morning text over Christmas. You know, like...
1: Well, is that person... That's what I'm saying. The guy who's sending the good morning text, even though the person's not answering, are they just, like, kind of, like... Are they texting that to everyone and then seeing if they get a bite? And then... It sounds like something you would do more late at night than during the day. But I'm kind of like, this can't be the only person he's, like, texting this to. I
0: I agree with you. It can't be the only one. I, I think they seem lonely. You know, like, I... And that's, like, the saddest thing in the right. world. But
1: but it's almost like that. But I wouldn't feel bad for on her end for, like, not, for one, not answering or not saying anything. Because, again, I don't think it's, like, this person's so attached to you. Because if they were, they'd be like, why aren't you answering?
0: Yeah. Well, a yeah. year ago, right? <laughs> good morning. Yeah. Hey, did you get the good morning text? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, um, would you end it with them? You think just like do you just block
1: that's and a tough just, just one.
0: like block? You can block, you can
1: block, and then just not hear from them again, even though they think they're texting you. And I think that's that's probably, I guess, the easiest solution. Mm-hmm. And then they probably won't even know. And If you're not answering anyway, then it just then it just makes it so you don't have to think about it. Like what else? I don't think it's does this person want to be broken up with? I don't even think so because they're not asking.
0: No, they, and they're not. Yeah, they're not asking. That's that's the most important. Yeah. They're not going. Hey. I, um, I've been reaching out and you haven't answered what's wrong. Right. You well, know, that's why that.
1: I kind of feel like even when we talk about like the first date, the third date, whatever, the you don't like, like kind of similarly to the interview. Like if the person's not, if if I went on a first date and the person didn't ask me out again, I would feel no need to break up with them. No. But if they if they were asking me something about why either why I wasn't answering them or asking me on another date, then that would be my opening to end it. But this person isn't really giving her an, an opening to end it.
0: No, not at all. I and that's what makes it so much weirder. That's why that's why it goes scary for me.
1: Like, I think it's just like desperate. It's I've gotten like I you know what I mean. I'll get I've I in, in the past I feel like I've gotten a text from a guy every three months just to see if you might be, like, down mm-hmm. if they caught you in that right moment. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, even yeah. if you don't answer, though, I've seen this before. I think it's kind of just, like, them almost... It's almost like they, like, don't remember that they, like, texted you and you didn't answer last time, or they don't care enough to even, like, really, like...
0: Think well, about it. like to
1: me, this is just a person who's, like, kind of desperate for anyone to speak to them. This
0: is... Well, this is kind of the scary part about the apps. You have agreed that you think they're attractive. Right. And to a guy... And I think to a lot of guys and, you know, to the guys who don't get it, you know, like blank blanket statement guys who don't get it, all they get is that you have said you are attracted to me once. So now this text might unearth you for when you're ready.
1: Right. And I think maybe what those men don't realize is that, like, that you might have had an initial attraction to someone for a moment, but that you can quickly, that can, a, a female attraction, I feel like, can switch much quicker almost than like a male, the male attraction.
0: I totally, I, I totally agree. <laughs> um, this is a guy looking at things through the attraction of how men are attracted.
1: Right. Which is yeah. not how it works for us. Like you could look hot and then open your mouth and then you could be immediately like, you could be immediately moved to a different bucket of yeah. attractiveness level. But I feel like for men, you almost would have to like, do something completely insane for them to be like, and I'm not, I not into that at all. And even
0: then, they think it's kinky, <laughs> you know. Like, you know, it just, it is. Yeah, it, this is a totally one of those scenarios. Because now, the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah, this guy thinks. Ah, didn't you know? Good morning. This month might be different for you, right? You know, well, that's or, just
1: not how we work at all.
0: No, yeah. and and if it went the other way, like if the you know. If the woman was like, good morning, you'd be like, oh, she was hot. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, that's kind of how I would take it. You know, I had um, a recent scenario where there's a woman that w- we'd been, we go, like, way back. Like, way before, I think we matched on a dating app before I was in my most recent relationship.
1: Okay, so a few years ago.
0: A few years ago. I think she might have matched with my brother or something. Okay. it was this weird scenario where she had hung out with my brother, but then I matched with her. It was when Is my brother weird? and I were living together. It okay. was a little. It's it's hazy what the history did she go was.
1: Out, did she go out with either of you?
0: No, I don't. Okay. I think she met him at a party and then matched with me on an app. And then recently, she matched. She messaged me over Instagram. Didn't follow me.
1: That's the worst.
0: Not a fan of that. I just don't buy it. I don't. I can't trust it.
1: Right. Well, it's like I'm. Um, I. It's almost to me the met the DM without the follow is very much like I. Those people are also usually pretty rude. Um,
0: it's a good point because okay. <laughs> I went back through our conversation and we had this like previous conversation and it was always a little flirty but always like she like wouldn't admi- like admit to knowing that I did comedy. Like, it was, like, this, like, weird...
1: Even though she DM'd you. That's okay, what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. So, like, and then we matched on an app. Like, so all this is happening, recently matched on an app, and then I get a message over DM, like, when are we going to go on that day from the, you know, from the app? Like, she's referencing our app match. Okay.
1: This is recently. And this is recently. Okay.
0: And then I go, I give my number, and I get a text, you know, we... and it, But then the text is... So you were, is, like,
1: down-ish.
0: I'm feeling it out. Okay. As much as... this. Is, as honest as I'll ever, you know, like yeah. I'm being honest. I, I was like feeling it out, but I always got this vibe. I was like, I don't think she is acknowledging that. Like, and then I was like, Hey, I got stuff going on at night and I, you know, I work at night. What do you do at night? Like, it, it was like this weird, like, and it's like, uh, I, I, the
1: answers in my story, you know, every yeah,
0: that <laughs> you don't watch. Yeah. like right. I don't know. It was just this thing. And then I'm sitting there being like, I, I don't want to, we're already at a negative. It okay. ain't happening. Right. We, we've This is now years in the making. We've done half a decade of this gonna shit. it was going to happen,
1: it would have happened. It right. would have yeah. happened.
0: But then they're texting me. So when are we doing? Like, she's still, she texts me. When are we going to do that date? And what do you say? So I wrote, I had to break up.
1: Okay. So right. well, in that's scenario. When you, that's and, when you should break up, I think, because you're being prompted. But like, if she had just, if that, if, if she had just been messaging you and then the conversation ended, you wouldn't have to like... Go into that DM and be like, oh, and by the way, like, I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah, case like, you were thinking that it might.
0: I, I Yeah. I, I mean, I wrote this breakup to someone I've never met. I mean, literally this scenario. Right. I, hey, I'm sorry to be so flaky with text. Like, I wasn't even answering text. And it's like. You know, hey, this place. You know, she's being fun and flirty, and I'm being like nothing.
1: Right, and she's so, continuing. She's continuing to text you when you're not responding. Exactly.
0: Okay. So like I and I and I am being. I am part of it. That's the thing. The, the difference between this email and what I was going through is like I'm. I'm like subtly a part of this. Like I'm like
1: because you've answered here and there.
0: Exactly. Okay. And then it was like, so when's good? No answer. The, you know. The, and then she writes. The, you know the pizza place books up fast because we talk about a pizza place, whatever. And I and I wrote, hey, I'm sorry to be so flaky with text. I really appreciate you trying, and we've done this back and forth for a bit. I do think we would have a fun date, but I don't think the timing is right for me.
1: Okay, how did you take that?
0: Wish you the best with a smiley face. Oh, that's totally good. nice. Okay, but there is a point where you, you know, this is why I'm like. This scenario is different than the, the one I'm talking about. But I think a lot of people get in these scenarios where you're texting with someone, you're a part of it, and you gotta go. I don't. I don't. I'm not looking to break up with someone, but I need right. to end this because yeah. it's taking away from my time and your time.
1: Yeah, and every time you get a message from that person, you're just like, I have to like answer that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, it's like a. It's like, yeah. it, it, like You think like it doesn't actually cost you anything to get those messages, especially if you're not responding. But it actually does feel like mentally a little uncomfortable for like even if it's for half a second. Every you know when you get a text I from felt someone mean. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're like I because you, then you're like oh maybe I should answer that
0: totally like
1: but like you don't you don't because you just don't really want to but
0: <laughs> and I'm a great texter yeah and it's like you know your text you know you get back to people you don't feel obligated to right you know what yeah. I mean so when the minute someone comes to an obligation you go I gotta get rid of this obligation
1: right because it's like it's taxing
0: it is it is and I don't think we give ourselves like you saying that like. Someone listening, like, give yourself the credit. Yeah. You know, like I it, think you have to is.
1: acknowledge that, like, getting messages from someone constantly that you, that you one, feel guilty about not answering but also have no desire to speak to is, like, it's and, – and, I mean, it doesn't – this is the villain in the scenario because this is the person with the power. Mm. But, like, it is, it is an annoying kind of, like, uncomfortable thing to keep getting messaged by someone that you have to come up with excuses or – or texts that, like, to sort of, like, hold them off when it's, like, it's better for them if you tell them you're not interested.
0: I love what you said. We're defending the villain because that's why yeah. this person's writing in. What do I say? I, they, they, I'm turning down love. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah, fuck their love. You know, like, and, and because I, I do think that the, and even calling them the villain is wrong, but I understand, you know, like, the power is... Well, right. well and, you're the
1: one, they're the... I, I think that usually the villain in dating is the person with the power to... In, who cares less and who has more power to hurt the other person. Totally.
0: You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at racketton.com or get the Racketson app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. This one today is a journey. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? A
1: long one, yeah.
0: Hey J&J, big fan of the pod. I'll get right into it with the funniest and wildest hookup story that has happened to me. During my freshman year of college, I met this guy who was a fifth year and quite the character to say the least.
1: All the fifth years are.
0: Right? <laughs> I think
1: Is it like fifth year because he had to? Or like like was repeating a year? Or I don't it...
0: think anyone volunte no there's not a lot of Van Wilders out there.
1: Who were like, yeah, I've just been here for years. It's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. fuck that 15K. <laughs> you know like or at a minimum right right i don't know i the the fifth years
1: i feel like it is a it it does there is a correlation between like um an interesting character and being the fifth year student totally agree
0: he was one of those guys that you and your friends only refer to with a nickname you made up for him and always have a good laugh when he's brought up can you imagine that's you
1: i know that's like a fear we all could. Everyone, you know, there's four, all people, of, four us. of us in this room. We could all be that. We could all be in someone's phone as, like, something rude.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> fucking douchebag or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. Eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Brow fuck. Yeah, I
1: don't know. You got out of it. You got to of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we... Uh, Have a good laugh when he's brought up. We hooked up twice and talked intermittently throughout the year as he has always invited my friends and I to his house parties. However, he graduated at the end of the year. Well, good for him. Now, fast forward. I'm newly graduated from college but still live near campus as my job is in the city. A few weekends ago, there was a football game and some of my college friends were staying with me for the weekend as we planned to tailgate and go to the game. We were at one of the popular game day bars when all of a sudden, my friend spots this guy across the room. We are all almost positive it is the it is the above mentioned guy, but it was hard to tell as it had been four years since any of us had seen him, and he's also aged, probably like fifth year people <laughs> seem to
1: age. They should have a dating app for people who are <laughs> fifth year. Students. The, fifth, yeah. the fifth years
0: naturally we divide like they're like they're going hard. Yeah. You know, naturally we devise a plan to find out if it's him. Two of my friends go up to him and ask him his name, LOL. He asks them why they were wondering and they say they remember meeting him through me. He then asks if I was at the bar. They say yes, and he asked them to bring him to me.
1: <laughs> bring me to her. <laughs>
0: I see him walking over with my friends, and I'm shitting my pants as if I was surprised by this outcome, lol. We chat and catch up for a while. It is brought up that I have an apartment in the area, and then he mentions meeting up after the game later. After the game, my friends and I are at another bar, and I get a text from him, which leads to us deciding to go back to my place, see screenshots. Okay, I'll be him. Okay. Not waiting for any of these bars. What's your plan?
1: In P.T.'s, the line was very fast. Meet me here.
0: We're getting Conrad's. Want anything? I want to see the crib.
1: Classic fifth year. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I'm good. Meet me outside of P.T.'s and we can walk there together. I'm a five minute walk.
0: Be there in 10. Hope you like mac and cheese bites.
1: Calls it Chez.
0: Which is actually. (laughs) It's very fifth year. (laughs) Pretty funny. Everything about him is a fifth year senior.
1: (laughs) Mac Mac and Chez Chez
0: bites. Like (laughs) Sounds kind of (laughs) good. Who doesn't want some mac and Chez bites? (laughs) Yeah. For the record, he did not bring me any mac and cheese bites.
1: Mac and Chez. (laughs) Mac and Chez. Chez. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, bro. (laughs) Got some mac and Chez bites for you. I feel like fifth years love corn nuggets, too. They love everything disgusting,
0: (laughs) everything that's bad for your body, anything that gives you a pot belly, fifth year's love. Love it. Yeah. I tell my friends what I'm doing and leave the bar. We get to my apartment. He has the most chaotic energy as, as he starts ravaging through all of the tailgate food my friends and I had out. Then he sits down on the couch and suggests we have a drink.
1: <laughs> Making himself at home. Right?
0: Yeah. I grab us some beers and sit down next to him. We are chatting for approximately five minutes when he gets a call. Here's what he said. Yo! Where are you guys at? No, don't leave. I'll send an address. And he hangs up. He then says to me, my friends are going to be here in 10 minutes to pick me up and bring me back home, which is about an ho- hour and a half away. What do you want to do until then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: What a fifth year move. This is I got like, 10 minutes. I
1: have this guy in my head, like, pictured. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you, oh, have, totally you have, a have a guy. a I,
0: I have such a guy... He's like a '90s PCU guy, (laughs) you know. Like I don't know why. I'm just looking at like, like central casting, fratty college,
1: yeah, like a flannel
0: with a T-shirt underneath guy. Totally. I and she writes, I'm flustered. One by his bellowing greeting on the phone, and two, the fact that he is already leaving, and I'm kind of assuming hooking up is now out of the question. I go, I don't know what you can do in 10 minutes. Then he stands up, looks in my bedroom and says, I don't know. You got some cards for a game? What?
1: That's very weird. We then started hooking up, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cards line worked. This is like the guy whose like entire personality is, is, jo- is a joke. You know what I mean? Like That's like his... I, right? I think his,
0: his entire personality is like college.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a parody of a, of a college frat guy. Yeah. is like the whole, you know what I mean, parody of himself. Yes, yeah. he's
0: self-paradise. Um, my apartment is very small, and the bedroom is right next to the living room where we initially were. We move to the bedroom and quickly undressed, and I grab a condom. He, we continue making out, but I notice that he is not putting it on. So I ask him why. He says, I want you to blow me first. <laughs> it's very direct. I say, I don't know where you've been in the last four years. I'm not going to do that. Then he looks at me dead in the eyes and says, "I have been celibate for two years." I laugh out uh, of shock and go, "What? You're just break, just breaking that now, breaking that now for this?" Um, oh my, okay. <laughs> She should put herself in a higher.
1: This in ten minutes? Yeah. yeah. Note. You he think he's also- lying. <laughs> What's that? You think he's lying? That's like a very weird.
0: Maybe he- I. I don't know. I. I guess I would assume he's lying, or I would assume that he wasn't celibate by choice.
1: Right, or maybe he's just joking so that she'll not use a condom.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that.
1: Now, I I just thought of that, which kind of makes sense, where she's like, I don't know where you've been for the past four years, and he's like, I haven't had sex with anyone.
0: Oh. See, I... Hmm. Yeah, I thought he wasn't putting on the condom because he wanted a blowjob.
1: No, I think he just didn't want to wear a condom.
0: Ah, okay.
1: That's a... Yeah,
0: time to... Time to go from this dude. Note, he also did this the last time we hooked up by saying, I was just STD checked. Oh, test last week. Oh, yeah, week, I swear, as his excuse. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Are we surprised the fifth-year guy (laughs) does not like to wear condoms? Is that not the most in-brand? This
0: guy, talk about self-parody. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy, I don't blow him, and we started having sex. About six seconds in, his phone starts ringing in the living room. He throws me off of him. Oh, what a gentleman. And sprints out of the bedroom. All I see is a flash of his naked butt scrambling in my doorway into my living room, followed by yet another bellowing, yo! Then I hear him say, I'll be right out. Don't leave me. Not to mention, I live on the first floor. It was nighttime. My window curtains were open, so anyone passing could fully see this naked dude fling his condom into my kitchen trash and scream into his phone. He runs back into the bedroom and says, my friends are here. Help me find my clothes. Oh, this guy's an animal. My My room is a mess and it's full of my friends' stuff who are staying with me. This is now verbatim the conversation that followed. We are running around the room searching uh, when he stops and he says, did I hurt you? (laughs) Now he's going to get sentimental. I stop and say, what? What did you say? He says, never mind. It's not big enough to hurt anyone. (laughs) Oh, his penis?
1: Yeah, that's oh, what he meant. Oh, I thought he meant an hurt you You're mentally. you like, this is so sweet. He <laughs> wants to find out if he, you know, ended, Did ended you? things badly years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's just his small penis. He says, never mind. It's not big enough to hurt anyone. How many people have you slept with? Oh, my God. I say, what? I don't know, like 15? How many people have you slept with? He says, oh, not bad. Like 17. Okay, I got to <laughs> go. It was great seeing you. This guy. I have a feeling cocaine was involved in this. Yeah, situation.
1: he seems a little wired.
0: He then hugs me and runs to rip open the front door, but it was locked because it was he was moving with such momentum to open the door. He ends up slipping on the doormat and looked like a deer walking on a frozen pond. As he is in the midst of all this, he says, You locked the door? What are you going to do to me? You psychopath.
1: This is like major American psycho energy.
0: Right? Before I can answer or even react, he gets the door open, runs out, and one last time I'm graced by a final you. I then leave the apartment, uh, run back to the bar to tell my friends what happened. From the time I left the bar to the time I returned, only 20 minutes had gone by. This much chaos in 20 minutes. I hope you guys get as good a laugh out of this as me and my friends did, and I can't wait to hear what you guys nicknamed the experience.
1: This was a wild ride. What a ride. Yeah.
0: So many things that were like not sure. You know, it's funny that like there were a lot of things that start like just like the thing with like, um, did I hurt you? They start (laughs) with like one thing and then they become a totally other thing. You
1: think it could be normal and then you get the rest of the of the story. Yeah. This is the kind of person where you're like, I can't imagine them being in a like. Having a real conversation with someone or, like, being in a real relationship or, like,
0: you know what I mean? There are people from college that you go, they have a family now. You know, like, they...
1: Someone is married to them? Yes. Right.
0: They live in a home and, like, go to bed at eight some nights.
1: Right. Like, there's a child who, like, depends on their... Like, their survival is dependent on, like, fifth-year guys. Survival,
0: not just survival. Like, they're
1: learning from them. Right. It's crazy. It is, and like there, this, there's this person, It kind of makes you think, like, because your parents have been this person.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. uh, they're not. Th- our parents aren't that far away. Yeah, you know, like
1: totally, we're not
0: far away from the fifth year douche. You know, but right. we are. You know, it's a fine it, line. There's a fine line. Like yeah. that's the thing when they when you go to college, people are like I go for the experience. I want to go have fun. It's like you could have too much fun.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. like you need to uh you need to know when it's over that's a big part yeah. of anything, I think.
0: Know when the party's you can have over. Fun,
1: right. You can have fun at anything, but you also got to know when to stop talking about it.
0: Yeah. When the which lights learned, go on.
1: Right. Which I've learned from my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten a response from people? No. I was so I was so much in fear of turning into that person that I pre- I feel like I pre- to preface every single thing. I'm like, I'm sorry. Here it is. I'm sorry. Here's all the pictures. <laughs> I'm so, I know it's over. I know it's been many. I, I'm sorry. I, I want to so Enough. Enough of me, yes. but one more
0: post. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what What would you call this one?
1: Uh, I'd call it the fifth-year fuck.
0: Fifth-year fuck. Maddie came up with some The Yo-Bro. I like the Yo-Bro. The Flash Fuck. Uh, the Time wop The Time... Like Time Warp. Oh, the Time Warp. Oh. Time wop Oh, I get it. The Minute Man. I called it the Fifth-Year Deer. Oh, like that? Because he was the deer on the ice. Um That's funny. <laughs> the... Uh, the yo, the yo thing is just... Yo, bro. The yo, bro. Yeah,
1: that's what... I feel like my brothers used to refer to, like, any guy I was dating in my early 20s as a yo, bro. Really? Yeah. Yo, bro. Yo, bro. Yo, bro. (laughs) What's up tonight?
0: Yo, dude. What up? Like, you just, any (laughs) intro... Red flag or deal breaker? Would you ever hook up with this guy on another? Let me give this scenario: another tailgate weekend.
1: I feel like he's a tail. He's the guy for a tailgate weekend, right? I feel like I would hook up with this guy at a tailgate weekend. Like that's the only place I would. Yeah. Right.
0: I. I that's. That's what I was thinking. I was like,
1: he lives there. Yeah. He.
0: <laughs> he's like. It's like this guy like grew from the large campus ground. You know, yeah. like it's like
1: the definition of "when in Rome." Like yeah. this is Rome, <laughs> and this guy is—he
0: calls it "when in dome"
1: <laughs> when he's getting hit Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him to like a formal event, but if no. I'm at a tailgate, he seems perfect. Yeah, this is good for a story after clearly.
0: And it's only twenty minutes of your night. Exactly. <laughs> so, Let's bring a condom. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book.
1: You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show balconette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape, and it's invisible under clothing. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows.
0: Let's do another email. You ready? Yes. Let's do it.
1: Hi, guys. Love you both. Skipping the sappy stuff because this is long, but just know, love you both. (laughs) (laughs) Love ya. Now I have a visual for this person in my head. Right? Yeah. My boyfriend and I have been dating for four years, long distance. We started dating when I was a junior in college, and he was two years older than me. I was in Ohio finishing school, and he was in Philly. We were friends all throughout college, and then we started talking the summer after he graduated. After I graduated college in June 2019, I moved to Chicago. We had been dating for two-ish years at this point, and I really wanted him to come. But he loves where he lives, Philly, so much that I couldn't convince him. All his friends and fam are there. Fast forward March 2020, I quarantined in Philly with him for two months, and it was great. In April 2020, I got a new job in NYC. August 2020, I moved to right outside the city in New Jersey. It's like I'm reading a resume. Um, I moved right outside the city to <laughs> New Jersey. And that's why
0: I'd be a great social media person for Betches. It's <laughs> on so okay. <the> email ends.
1: <laughs> One, because I didn't want to get stuck in the city if another quarantine hit. And two, because my boyfriend hates NYC more than anything in the world. And I thought if I chose a more s- suburban part, I could get him to live there. I live here rather. It was good at first because woohoo, we were both on the East Coast and just an hour and a half drive away—the closest we've ever been. Around this time last year, I was always sending him jobs closer to me to try to get him to move in with me, and he wouldn't apply. I was, I was telling him, okay, my job is in NYC, but I'm willing to stay in the burbs, lol, if it means you'll move in with me. Otherwise, I'm going to move into the city to be closer to work. He tells me to go for it. Oh. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> That's a good word. Called your bluff. Yeah. I, don't, I hate when that. I, I do those fake scenarios all the time and then they pick the wrong answer. <laughs> um, so I moved to the city in August 2021. Now here we are. Fast forward a month ago, to a month ago and he says, okay, I'm ready to live with you, but I hate NYC. I hate NYC because it's small, gross, expensive. I don't have my friends or family there. Just hate everything about it. But let's move back to Chicago. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I say this is a this guy sends positive energy. I say this is a problem because my job isn't in Chicago and I just got to NYC. Ha ha. I tell him about a month ago that this is an issue and has been for me for a while. I really wanted to live with him two years ago when I was super excited. But now after four years of doing this, I'm kind of exhausted and annoyed that he wants to do it. Finally, that it's convenient for him. I tell him this and we get in an extremely sad conversation slash fight about how this has been so impossible for us. What do I do? Now he's like, I'll do anything for you, even if it means I'll hate my life in NYC. But I'll do it for you. Hey, but now it feels forced and unexciting. Ugh, sorry, this was so long. Don't really have a question. Just would like to know your immediate thoughts till distance slash death do us part.
0: <laughs> I think she can hear in our like our gasps, yeah, our thoughts.
1: Yeah, this doesn't really seem like it's going to work.
0: Well, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, the let me I I'll even go back to the part of the email she doesn't even think it's about. Which part? Like, I don't think she wrote in thinking that I'd be like, 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 let me tell you, this has always been convenient for him. The relationship, you guys get in a relationship after he graduates at his most like weak and vulnerable time is like that post-graduation confusion. Right. And now he signs up for a girlfriend. Because you give him it's consistency, consistency right, yeah. it's convenience, comfy. It, it's comfy. Yeah. You've always been comfy, and you've made yourself uncomfy to,
1: to make, make him, him comfy. Yes.
0: She moves to the suburbs as a, as a young woman wow. in New Jersey to try and entice him to move, and then he's like,
1: New York, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's gross. Everyone it's like, knows Billy's the greatest city on earth. Right? Yeah. Like,
0: And it's like, listen... He's never done any – to me, none of this email, and I know we're getting one side, but, like, at what point did he do anything – did he – you've compromised your life at so many turns to see if this could work out, and he's not done that at all. And then when he will compromise, he makes you feel bad for it.
1: Right. Like, I'll move there if you really, really want. If I, like, you know, like, I'll just hate it the whole time and use it against you. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that – I agree with you. That's the bigger issue is Mm. that – He seems to like, I mean, I guess, what do you say to someone who's like, okay, I'm willing to do it though? Like, I'm willing to be uncomfy.
0: I I know. It's like, because then it turns into like, but I want you to want to, you know, move here, you know, and that's hard to like tell someone, you know, I, I think it, I think taking these things and making it about the move is the mistake because then he goes, fine, I'll go. Right. And it's like the issue's still there.
1: I mean, this is also like a very natural thing to happen after you're from your college boyfriend of like a, a, after you graduate to sort of like be in these different places and then realize that, you know, maybe you don't want to keep dating this person. And I think that is comfy for both of them in that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, 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 how is it comfy for both of them?
1: I think she's also, she, this is a guy she dated in, in college, right? They were, she yeah. graduated in college in 2019, so they've been dating since college. So she
0: she, she left college right. and had consistency too. She
1: consistency, she likes him enough, but like this is a big part of someone's personality trait that you might not have gotten to see from them in college when you're ball. everything's very convenient and your parents are paying for everything and you don't have like, I think it's a, this is sort of a very natural evolution of like the two of you being in different places and potentially wanting different things, and you got to see how he compromises, not well. Mm. Um, And I think this is not even like he's like a villain or like the worst guy. I think maybe he, you know, wants to do whatever he wants to do This is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, or at least for now. I mean, it's okay to be a little selfish in your early 20s, but maybe he's not ready to be in a relationship.
0: Listen, I would not, like the idea of like looking for jobs in a new city, like- is kind, you know, like when she's like, I keep sending him jobs to look for in New York. Like, um, what? <laughs> like, I'd be I like, well, you know, like if, I would think in Philly he has connections and people he can reach out to and he's made some sort of networking.
1: Right. You know, I like. Mean, yeah, she's trying, she's trying to make it work. That's she's I'm trying, Because yeah. I think because she's comfy. And I think the idea of dating in your own city is also kind of scary too, especially if you're kind of like, this works. I'm also also in that. I think in that 21 to 25 range. Like a lot of things are changing. A lot of things are moving. If you have if you're dating someone, it can feel very comforting to have someone, especially from an era of your life where everything was consistent. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why she's hesitant to sort of like see how things go without him. Yeah. But
0: would you end it or keep it going?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think I would have ended it, but I also. I can see why she'd also want to hold on to it. But like I think she sh- I think it's the the like you said the bigger conversation is about his willingness to compromise and his and her just being very vocal about her resentment towards him cuz she is resentful.
0: Yeah. I would be. Yeah. Like you're you're well this is kind of like what we talked about in the beginning like you're you know you're like come on get over here it's going right. to be great. <laughs> And then he gets there. He goes, "This is pretty good." Okay, sorry, I was such a pain. Or they don't even apologize, right? You know? Or they
1: don't even think about like the effort that you put into like trying. Like they're like, "Yeah, let's okay." Now I'm ready, and I'm ready to move to Chicago. Like that's where we're moving. It's like who are you to sit like? Yeah, that's what I've I'm been saying. spending years. Yeah, and I can understand why someone, a guy who's like 23 years old, like what might think like that. I think that. He's not like the worst, most evil man, but he's mostly just kind of feeling about doing what he wants to. So I think it's really a question of like, do you wanna do what you want to do or do you wanna do this relationship and like do it in a way where if you're gonna if you're gonna move here, I want you to I don't wanna hear constantly that you're like resenting me and hate this place and like that's not gonna make me feel good. Yeah. What's gonna make me feel good is if you do decide to move here, that like we're both excited and doing it and this like gonna re- commit. To being fully in it.
0: And this relationship is, it's not about New York City. It's about us in New York City. Right. Creating a life together. And it sounds like to me he's not ready for that. I, I. Right. I mean, I, I can't.
1: But yeah, I I mean, I would just start by telling him all your, everything you wrote to us in this email that like how the past actions have affected your, you know, and kind of annoyed you and made you resent him. And then the way that he's acting about it now is making you feel. And then see, I think that'll lead you to a conversation that's a little bit more real about what where you both see your lives going in the next five years.
0: I think that's a good idea.
1: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. That's LEE.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine
0: jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's ReBag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Want to play some games? Let's do it. Let's play some games. We're going to do some Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And It's brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Red Flag or Deal Breaker. They tell you High Noon isn't their favorite hard seltzer.
1: That's clearly a deal breaker. It's the best one. Real vodka? Real juice?
0: It's the best. Flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, passion fruit. They've got a high noon for every occasion. Try high noon the next time you're on a first date or just hang out with your friends. Let's play some games. You want me to do the first one? Sure. Hi, J&J. Red flag or deal breaker on a first date? They ask you your SAT score. Background. A few years ago, I went on a date with a guy and he asked me what my SAT score was. We were both in our late 20s at the time and in good jobs. So overall, it, wasn't, it was really weird and frankly, kind of pretentious. <laughs> I said I couldn't remember <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, I couldn't. Yeah, right. Uh, it had been over 10 years. And also, who cares? Apparently, this guy does. It, it left a bad taste in my mouth because it felt like he was trying to size me up if I was smart enough for him or smarter than him. So it was a deal breaker for me. Curious your takes. Sincerely, SAT size up.
1: Um, I think if this were asked in a very like real sincere way, mm-hmm. it would be like weird. If it was asked as like, yes. a joke and it came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Like if it had come up naturally and someone asked me my SAT score, I wouldn't like freak out. Yeah. But if that was like one of their first questions for me, <laughs> I think that would be... <laughs>
0: it's a good point. Yeah, it's all about the context of how the question comes up. I... I do you uh, will you share your, and also the SAT scores remember there was that brief oh, period where they i'm going to ask you <laughs>
1: okay.
0: remember that brief period where they changed the scoring system yeah yeah, yeah. and then it, it was came, like out of
1: 2100 and
0: then it came back
1: were you in that period too? no oh, I, I, was I was in
0: the regular score
1: Oh, I was in the 2100 score. Really? Yeah. So but,
0: I have no idea what your score means versus my score.
1: Well, we okay. So basically, the 2100 score is basically they just added in an extra section. So it's 1400.
0: Okay. It
1: was, 1600, 1600. 1600. 1600. Oh, it's 20,
0: it was 1600,
1: 2400. Okay. Okay. And it was 2400. And the last section, the last 800 points were for a um, were for a writing section. Yes.
0: Oh so yeah, we didn't have a writing section.
1: Yes, then you just had verbal and math. Yes, yes.
0: Do we want to share our scores?
1: I'll share my score. I'm Do not we want to do I
0: mean. it? I mean, I, mine's not right, great. Well,
1: let's, let's. We'll start with you then. Okay.
0: <laughs> I got a twelve twenty.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's that's is good. that what I got? That's a great score. Is an okay score? Oh, yeah. That's a good score.
0: Did I get a twelve twenty or? Now I'm a little. Now I'm wondering what I got.
1: Should we ask your mom? Who would know? It's
0: on our fridge. I think I got a 1220 and I used to tell people it was like a 1240 for some reason that mattered to me. It sounded better? Yeah, to me it sounded better. Like it felt like it kept me in the game of smarties. I,
1: I feel that. What if I said I had a 1600?
0: I would be like that's a. I would. I, I assume not, I you got a better score than me. You went to Cornell. Oh, I
1: did get a better score than yeah. you, but I, <laughs> I don't have a sixteen hundred. I'm not
0: embarrassed by my score. No, I, your I score
1: did. is good. I got a fourteen. It's fine, 10.
0: everybody. Okay, I'm not embarrassed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a fourteen ten. 14-10. 14-10. That's a great score. That's good. It's not like incredible. It's a but good score. But that's an good, Ivy uh, League score. score. I got off the wait list at Cornell. It's a special thing. Don't tell anyone except for all the listeners.
0: <laughs> Imagine you don't get off that wait
1: list the, the, the way, you know, sliding doors
0: situation.
1: Yeah, it might not be that's, at Betches. That's what I I'm wanting, you know? off the wait list. Yeah, I'd be at um, Northwestern.
0: Not a bad school.
1: Uh, That was kind of like some. At some points, I was I really wanted to go there. Actually,
0: Northwestern is a like. There's a couple schools that I like think of like where I would like steer my kids towards. Mm -hmm. Stanford, Northwestern, totally. Like those are schools that I would be like. You get everything here.
1: Yeah, that and like USC. I feel like also has that vibe of like good school spirit, like academic. Yeah there's good, there's like some sports. I don't know about Stanford, but
0: even this conversation, you start to realize how parents become monsters to their children
1: by, (laughs) by by steering their their dreams on them. Where do I want (laughs) to visit? That's right.
0: You know, you should go. You see Santa Barbara. Um, Seriously though. (laughs) You know
1: where you shouldn't go? Syracuse. (laughs) No offense. No No offense offense
0: to probably uh, a third of our audience. Uh, (laughs) So, um, yeah. Well, send in your, your, I
1: feel like the audience got a lot more into. They really got a lot of information out of us there.
0: I mean, well, that's the thing with this. The SAT scores does open up the conversations to get to know people. Like we just proved I feel
1: a little vulnerable.
0: Don't you feel vulnerable? <laughs> I like do. I feel a little weird. I feel like someone's going to
1: write to me like, no, I know your actual score. No, that's what I think I got. Like I, it's probably, it sounds like it was in that range. That's a Penn state score. Um, right. Yeah, that's definitely Penn shout state.
0: out to my Penn state idiots. <laughs> What do you uh, what do you think of this red flag deal breaker? Um, that's
1: what I'm saying. It depends how it came up. I think if someone's like very against telling you their score, that's also something to note.
0: Yeah, I kind of like this person right again. I love them for writing in, but they sound a little bit negative.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: like
1: I, I, I don't know. Well, like, don't pretend you can't remember. That's really like the weird part. But also it is, I do agree, like who cares? Like it's kind of like the kind of thing where like who cares, but almost like you care more by not saying it.
0: Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, and also, like, I, th- that's a, the other thing is like you. I sa- I asked you because I knew you did better on the SAT, so I knew it was easier for me to ask you. <laughs> okay. Like, like I, like, because I, I, you went to Cornell, so I'm assuming you didn't go there like with an eight hundred.
1: Yeah. So, if I had an eight hundred, I wouldn't be going to Cornell.
0: We wouldn't be at the Betches' offices, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... So, um, so, but I'm saying, you know, I think there's like a proper. I guess there's a proper way to ask and make it fun.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I think there's a way to do it in a fun way. I mean, if someone asked me in a way that I could, that it felt like they were like really judgmental, but like they were really trying to get at like how smart I was, I think that then maybe it would be a deal breaker. It really would entirely depend on like how it came up.
0: Like if you met on the league, (laughs) right? When they only had Ivy League people. Yeah, Yeah, back in the day. That would be a little pretentious, I think.
1: Yeah, on a dating app, that would be very weird. Yeah. But, I mean, is this different than asking someone how much money they make?
0: I think it's a little different because, like, if I was on a date with a woman who went to Harvard, okay, I would honestly be, not, I, you know, I'd be a little bit curious, like, how fucking smart are you? <laughs> like like I know you're smarter than me. Well that's funny. It's okay.
1: It's like uh you know what you ask them a multiplication thing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Go through the times tables, Right, yeah, and then yeah. they'd
1: probably be like, Tell me a joke. How funny are you? Yeah, I guess that's a, that <laughs> right. would be annoying. Right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. So, that's probably what they would but be equivalent. I,
0: I guess the reason I, I think it's different is because I would I'm like more impressed by it. Like if someone was like, tell me where I don't know I guess tell me a joke is the
1: what is the meaning of this? vocabulary word
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't it's I don't know I'm not turned off by you. it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me
1: um yeah I think it, depending on the context it would be fine yeah but if I was very insecure about my SAT score maybe that would we wouldn't be the right match for me yeah
0: obviously <laughs> obviously not well now that everyone knows ours
1: yeah, share yours with your podcast. Destigmatize <laughs> no. the SAT score. I feel like it used. It was a very secretive thing. I don't even think they still do. They still do the SATs. I think they're like a.
0: You never took it.
1: ACT? Huh? A, no.
0: See, this is where it got wild because some people take the ACT. I didn't even know. They'd be like, "Yeah, I got a seven. I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> you know, I don't know what that. You know, is that good? What is it
1: out of? I don't. It was like like
0: twenty, right? Yeah. Thirty six. Like, what the fuck are we doing?
1: I guess technically, I got a twenty one ten. If you include the writing section for anyone. Now we're
0: bragging. No, I'm saying it's like it's all. They're all.
1: They're all like the same score. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) you can cut that out.
0: No, no, no. Keep (laughs) that in, and from now on, everyone sign their emails with their Their fun name and their SAT score. Let's
1: take the stigma out of SAT scores. Let's do it. Let's do another one. Okay. Hey, J, Love you guys. I've been listening since day one. After four years of dating on the apps in Chicago, I have been dating my first boyfriend of, of my adulthood. I'm 28 for about a year. If I can do it, any of my fellow listeners can too. LOL. Well, let's see what the quality of your relationship I mean. is.
0: <laughs> also, don't read that to him.
1: Uh, (laughs) if i can do it you could do it right if me a completely unmarketable um (laughs) pathetic loser can be in a relationship you can too
0: it's gonna be a new t-shirt
1: anyway backstory i'd been hooking up with a guy from the apps for a few weeks it was late on a saturday we were making plans to hang out and i invited him over to my place for the first time when i go downstairs to let him in i find him standing still at the front door eyes wide i say are you okay and he asks how long have you lived here about six months, she replies. He follows me up the stairs, dragging his feet, and eventually says, I may have known the person who lived in this apartment before you. I say, oh, Sarah Jones, which isn't her real name. He says, you know Sarah? <laughs> no, I just still get her Bed Bath & Beyond coupons in the mail. <laughs> okay. As he's walking around my apartment, getting the tour, he's, he's taking corners like the SWAT team searching a building until I said, hey, truly, I don't know Sarah. I promise she's not here. Um, and he relaxed some. What do you think? Was there like a setup? More awkwardness came when, came in when he moved things to the bedroom. And every so often before and after the hookup, when there was a pause, he would say things like, she had her bed in that corner. She had her dresser <laughs> over there. <laughs> So, red flag or deal breaker, they live in your ex's apartment. Thanks for everything. This is a good one.
0: It's a good one. Paranoid, dude.
1: Where is she? This is how Sarah had
0: it. Yeah. The bed was over there. It's so funny. Also, like,
1: he could have just pretended that he knew her. Like, he didn't have to tell her that it was, like, his... Now he's, like, very much making it clear that that was his ex-girlfriend. But he could have just been like, oh, I, like, actually knew the person who lived...
0: Yeah. And also, like, there's a moment to go, enough. Yeah. Like they're to like, be well, like, it's
1: over here. The dresser's over here now. Yeah. So, so let's just I it. have
0: no relation to this person. Oh, she used to come over here. You know, like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that part would make me feel uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, and it's all, it gets to the point of like, are you over this person? That's like, what's really, going yeah, on?
1: I think that's the major, I agree. That's the major thing because it's like, they're not like, oh, that's funny and then move on. Like the yeah. fact that they're very concerned or like have a, Emotional reaction to it is probably the issue
0: Totally agree Should we do one more? Let's do one more Red flag or deal breaker who refused to do the five love language quiz With you to help understand each other's love language For context we have been dating for one and a half years Live together have been fighting a lot more lately I suggested we read the five love language book To Can you imagine you're fighting with someone They're like how about we read this book I'd be like no
1: I would probably suggest that Oh <laughs>
0: I'm like now I've got a homework assignment. <laughs>
1: that's we're, what
0: you get, or you could just agree. We're not fucking, and I'm reading.
1: Or you could just agree, and then we don't have to read the book.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm
1: right, or we read the <laughs> book. That's good. Yeah, that's really how you get someone to go to therapy, too. You're like, I'm right, or we're, or this person will, you know what I mean? Like that's why I feel like most people when they go to couples therapy, they're like, tell him why he's wrong. Yeah, because they wouldn't agree before. This is how you get them to do it. <laughs>
0: Um, I suggest we read the five la- uh, love language book To understand what we need Each need out of a relationship He agreed and said he would read it I bought us each a separate <laughs> copy I mean that's a bad first start She's buying the books I read mine in a week It has now been over a month and a half And he has yet to make a dent in the book I have even voiced how much it bothers me multiple times And he even suggested that it made me question How seriously he took our relationship What do you think?
1: I'm so curious to see if you would ever do this Read it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Even if someone was like it, mean it would mean a lot to me.
0: See, I know I'm going to sound horrible right now because I, I,
1: I, I have. Oh, you're a good person, to add because you're someone who is just like not. I'm be not into, into that.
0: Shit. I would rather yeah. have a conversation about us and you know the, the idea that this book is going to like get us to a place. I I don't know. I just well, don't replace, trust it.
1: Replace book with couples therapy.
0: That I'd be more for because that's like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's like I can listen I don't have
1: to read anything I, yeah, I, I'm a know. bad reader well, I, I think it's like some sort of well we just learned of... your verbal your SAT yeah. verbal score so it really is all good <laughs> that's when yeah. your SAT score would be revealed that's like, right
0: like, <laughs> I get tired when I read like I read a page and I fall asleep during the page like I can't do it and I think a couples therapy at least we're like jousting it out and talking about us as opposed to this like hypothetical label that might be us that's five boxes on a page.
1: Well, to me, this is her bid on her part to make the other, the guy understand her and where she's coming from, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe she doesn't feel like she can like articulate that well. Like she's like, I'm having a tough time getting you to understand why XYZ is important to me. So like maybe, but what I would suggest if you're with someone who's not a reader, (laughs) like Jared, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would just and it is important to her. I would kind of just try to explain, like, take the the, the crux of the book mm. and what you want to take from it and explain, bring that into your situation and explain it to them. But I do think like she's basically asking him to try and she's taking it as he's not trying. Yeah. I'm telling him like I'm trying to fix it and he's not trying.
0: No, I know. and And, and the book is the trying.
1: Right, that's what you I'm know, saying. Well, yeah. it's like in I think it's in knocked up where she's like and you didn't even read the baby books. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like how did anyone ever have a baby without reading the baby books? Yeah. Some,
0: yeah. <laughs> People have had babies without books. Yeah. I, I I I don't know. Sometimes if like he's not he's not even like offering another op- in this email there's no other option for how we work on it. I think that's the bigger issue. It's like,
1: well, he said, it's more annoying that he said he was going to read it and then didn't.
0: That's the thing. If if he was like, I know I'm not going to read this book. Like I would be more upfront to be like, I know I'm not going to read this book. This isn't how I'm going to handle it. Like we need to talk in a different way.
1: Right. Or could you explain to me like the part in the book that is going to help you? Or if there's a section of the book Mm. that you feel will help me. I, I don't know. I can sort of see why she wants him to do it. Because she's kind of like, this will help you understand me better. And mm-hmm. like the, fu- the, the fight. So I do think, yeah, you're right. If he's not going to do it, the deal breaker would be if he didn't do it and then just never addressed it at all. But I think if he's coming back and saying like, I re- this is really just not how I'm going to like process it. It's not going to work for me. But I'm willing to do X, Y, Z or something else. To me, that would be fine.
0: That Well, then I'm wondering why is he in the relationship? What? Like, he's- the relationship isn't going well. Yeah, or I guess it is for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, the the she says they're arguing a lot, a lot more later. lately. Yeah. But if he's fine, then that's why he doesn't want to fix it. Or well, he's saying, waiting but, until this ends.
1: But I'm saying what that's what she's saying though. She's saying like they're fighting a lot, and it's clearly because of like some something where like she's not getting what she wants. Because mm-hmm. the five languages book, love languages book, is about like how your how you give and receive love, mm-hmm. right? So she's clearly not getting, maybe he is getting, he's fine, but she's yeah. clearly not getting something. So she's trying to explain that to him through a professional who's written a book about it instead so, of having to like articulate it herself.
0: Hey, read this section. This is what I need. That might right. be a better.
1: Yeah. or write But then lo- you're really doing the work so for it. That's what I'm saying. You, know, you want to like, just feel like someone's trying and they care and they want to make it work. So I think like you could bring that up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This would be, the deal breaker for me would be like, we got to read some books. I'd be like, okay, we, obviously it's not working. You know, like, we gotta well, read, yeah. We're got to read. we well, a year and a half in. We should be fucking never reading and watching Netflix and chilling.
1: I don't necessarily agree with that. I think like a year and a half in is sort of like that time when you're like trying to figure out if this is like a long, it's going to be a long-term thing.
0: Yeah. You know, I guess that's a mistake I've made in my past where you're like, there's too much dancing, not enough. Like, Hey, what's going on under the hood here?
1: Right. Well, I think like first six months, yeah, we need to read books. Like that's a little weird, but I think a year and a half is, is kind of, I think I've definitely made Mike read some, He didn't read the whole book, but I've had him take quizzes. I mean, I'm also like the host of this podcast. I'm a little like obsessed with that kind of thing, but I've had him take quizzes and do the things. And like, you know, we've had, I think you can have a rough patch a year and a half in. I don't think that's like super, super crazy. Um, So, but I, I agree. I think he should, he should be trying.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. That's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. I am such a fan of High Noon, I have Same. to say. I, I love that it's real vodka, real juice, 100 calories, gluten-free, no sugar added. I love that it's just like a refreshing, nice drink. It's not something you're like struggling your way through. You're enjoying right. your, your experience. You're having a good time.
1: Totally agree. It just makes me feel relaxed, just the idea of opening one
0: love it A little fizz you can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com
1: and that's it for us we will be back on Sunday with your Sunday special You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Maddie Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to You at Betches.com Batches.